And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to talk all about one of the most common struggles that I deal with in our Job Seekers Meetup group. How do I manage my job search when changing cities? Because it's one thing to look for a job, and it's a completely different thing and an added challenge when you're changing cities. We're going to discuss five of the most common sub-questions that I get in regards to changing cities during your job search. We'll cover how to address these things in your resume, as well as your LinkedIn profile, and internally how to deal with the struggles of your job search when changing cities. But first, just thought I would share a story. I take the bus every single month, every single morning. Shout out to public transit. It saves me a lot of money. And one of the things that happens sometimes during taking public transit is you'll deal with a lot of different kinds of people. Now, um, this would not be uh, an extremely rare occurrence, but it was something noteworthy and something worth, I think, sharing on the podcast. But there was a gentleman who had kind of a strange look on his face and he looks up at me shouted something um, with some complete anger and holds up a sign that pretty much has a scanned picture of his middle finger on a sign, basically um, (laughs) holding up a middle finger in the biggest possible way um, through a sign, and then proceeds to shout a bunch of extremely insulting, um, I would say slurs, but the slurs don't really apply to my race and didn't really make any sense at the time but a bunch of really, really terrible insults. And he continues shouting with this middle finger sign up, um, kind of, you know, just pretty much at me. I don't really see his face or anything, but I hear the insults clearly coming from um, behind the sign and he changes seats. And, you know, minutes goes on. It's getting really awkward on the bus ride because he's continuing to sporadically shout insults at the time. Um, until eventually the bus driver gets up, addresses him, uh, a female bus driver, mind you, and kicks him off the bus. And the funny thing is my initial reaction was, uh, after being really confused, um, was to get angry and fight back uh, just because, you know, not for any logical reason whatsoever. Then if you have a man shouting things at you um, as another man, you your instinct is to fight back. Uh, but then I thought about it even further and thought about truly, truly how tough it must really be to not be in a good mental state. I mean, let's be honest. If you print out something on a piece of paper, like a middle finger, um, have it in a sign and a bunch of other um, terrible words on the other side of the sign. And you're just shouting things constantly at people for no reason whatsoever. There's a good chance that you are not in a good mental state. And I'd seen this person before, and I would venture to say that he's probably homeless. So um, I, I just can't emphasize enough that the correct response in situations like this and is, is truly empathy and realizing that these people are not in a good state of state of mind. I'd venture to say that there are probably thousands of other people here in the United States just like him. So mental health and homelessness is a huge problem here in the United States, and it's something that we need to address. This isn't a pitch or sales thing or anything. This is a call to action for you to listen to our podcast, Homebound Radio, if you are interested in helping out with the homeless crisis. We're going to be fighting really desperately in the next few years to help solve this problem in our sort of way, which is helping with job seekers who are not in a good place. So I'm going to link the URL to that in the description below. 
But if that is you, if you are in a situation of homelessness, listen to the podcast. Or if you're someone who simply wants to help out, please also listen to the podcast and connect with me because we're we're really trying to do good things here and help people out. But anyway, that's my story for this morning. Just absolutely blew my mind. And it was a, a shock and a, um, I would say a, a pullback to reality because this is the reality of things. Okay, so that's my bus story, which is a perfect segue to the concept of changing cities and transporting to the other side of the world or the country or even your state in which you might be concerned about your job search. So we'll talk about five common questions that people have when addressing this in their resume. The first question that people often ask me is, how do I address the fact that I've changed cities in my resume? Okay, so let's talk about the technicality of including a location on your resume or application. Location, it's one of the most common keywords and one of the top keywords that recruiters or hiring decision makers will use to identify the right candidates. So in a study basically that asked what keywords people used or what recruiters were looking for in resumes, the position title was the number one thing and then was followed by hard skills and location was also up there as well. So this is a topic worth discussing and location is one of the most important things to include within your resume somehow. The problem with people, and let's take the case of, we'll we'll call him Jonathan. Jonathan lives in Los Angeles and his wife and him decided that he, they really wanted to move to Austin, Texas just because just, I don't know, California is getting really expensive with the gas prices and, uh, and, uh, Austin, they heard a lot of good things about it. And, um, they want to move because of the tech scene is also great there too. So the problem for Jonathan is he currently resides in Los Angeles, but he's applying for jobs within Austin, Texas. Now I just told you that you want to make sure you include the location of the place you're working in or work that you want to work for within that resume. But how can Jonathan do that if he lives in Los Angeles now? There are two different scenarios. The first situation might be as if Jonathan has a secured place within Austin and he knows he's going to live in Austin like within the next week. In that case, I might recommend that Jonathan just straight up includes his location, Austin, Texas, that he's moving to within the resume, even though he hasn't moved there. But he has a commitment to move there. And it's it's pretty likely that unless that the, I don't know, something terrible happens, he has a, uh, I was going to say, I was going to say coronavirus, but that's really not politically correct at this current time. Uh, but something happens and he's not able to move towards Austin, then that's really the only case in which this would not work out. But if that's not you and you're not for sure certain that you're moving towards a city, let's say you're applying for several other different cities, I might caution you not to necessarily include that city within your resume. The reason why, and this is where you'll get a bunch of different answers on the internet, but this is my belief is really you, you want to make sure that you don't come across as dishonest in any sort of way or get caught in your resume. So, um, if someone is stalking you, for instance, and it happens a lot with recruiters, trust me, I know, and they find out that you've, you know, you've been in Los Angeles for a really long time, but you put Austin in your resume and there's no other connection to draw other than the fact that you just put Austin in your resume then people really might start to question the fact that you put that. So I am more of the go for the honest approach kind of person just because I've talked to a lot of recruiters 
They just want to know what the deal is. Just be honest with them. That's what a lot of them say. Another thing that people say is, hey, you can include your aunt's address or include a relative's address um, or city. Once again, not that big of a proponent of that because what happens if someone wants to call you in for an interview in the next two days? What are you going to do? Just fly into Austin within a day's notice? Wouldn't necessarily recommend that. So there are a bunch of considerations not to lie, and I'm I'm kind of a fan of only including that city there on the top of the resume if you've either moved there or you are going to be there within the next week or so. You're committed. Now, the best thing to do if you can, and I know a lot of you are listening, like I said, are applying for multiple applying for jobs in multiple cities, and you're not necessarily hard set on one certain city or you know you're you're going to move somewhere but you just don't know when the best thing to do if that's you is to show intent to move somewhere if you were to get hired show intent recruiters just want to know that you are serious about moving towards you're serious about taking the job and interviewing the job if you were presented the opportunity Let's not kid ourselves. If you're a recruiter and you see two candidates that are exactly the same and one is within the city that that your your company's hiring for and another is across the nation, it's probably, you know, it's the the person that that's not out of town looks a little bit more attractive as a candidate to come in for an interview, but that doesn't mean that you can't get the interview or get the job. In fact, if you show that you're serious about applying for a job, and you also have a really strong resume, there's a good chance that someone is going to interview you. So a cover letter is one of the best places to showcase your intent to move somewhere if you were to be hired. I'm a huge fan of this. So you can say something and just keep it really simple. You can say things like, quote unquote, I will be relocating to Austin, Texas in April of 2020. Or If I were offered this position, I would relocate to Austin, Texas within April of 2020. And bonus points if this is your hometown because it shows even more seriousness or commitment to move towards that city. Show intent. The cover letter, in my opinion, although some people think that cover letters are either outdated or just not used anymore, that's not true. Cover letters are one of the best opportunities possible to sway someone on the side of a yes if they were on the fence about your resume. So show that intent to move somewhere. Okay, so question two that I get asked commonly is, what do I include on my LinkedIn profile? What city do I say I'm in on my LinkedIn profile? Ideally, again, you want your LinkedIn profile to say that you're in the city for the jobs that you're applying for. It just makes sense because as a recruiter, when you are searching for candidates on LinkedIn, oftentimes you can type in that location to make sure that profiles only come up from cities that you search. So if I am searching for a candidate within Austin, Texas, it's going to only populate those profiles that have Austin set as their location. So ideally, like I said, you want to have that location on there. However, I'm not advocating that for every single person out there, and especially because LinkedIn is public and everyone can see what you have included. It's not like you can get you can get targeted for certain things like on a resume. So again, yeah, I would say that if you are moving towards a city that you know you're definitely moving to within the next week or so, 
And uh, yeah, I would say go ahead and change that location on your LinkedIn profile so that you're going to be a good match for the jobs you're applying for. Or if you already have moved to that city, definitely change that city um, and update it just so you can make sure you're getting better hits and better. um, you're connecting better with the people that are looking for you. Now, if that's not you, if you haven't locked a place down that you're moving to um, soon or you haven't moved there just yet, then one thing you might want to do is address that within your summary or your headline. That is if you can be open about it. So if your boss doesn't really care that you are applying elsewhere, if your boss knows that you are quitting to change cities, um, that's probably an advantage anyway. So that way you can be more open about your job search. But you can include within your headline or your summary in just the same exact way that you would within a cover letter to show your intent to move towards a certain city. So you can say relocating to Austin, you know, once again, bonus points. If you know the city you're moving to, that's just going to make your job search a lot easier. So I would include that. Otherwise I might just, you know, I might just, I might just leave the city that you're in right now because you just don't want to come across as dishonest because that would be a much bigger disadvantage than the fact that you don't have a certain location on that LinkedIn profile. So honesty is the best policy and being transparent will help you in your job search. Just showcase that intent to move and showcase that seriousness that you're going towards. You're going to another city. Another question I often get and this applies to a certain percentage of people is what if I am a city hopper? So if I have moved from city to city, um, kind of, you know, every few years, you know, for one reason or another, um, once again, that's okay, but that may be something that I don't want to emphasize on my resume. So a tip might be to take your location and don't write justify it and make it its own section on your resume and don't put it in big, bold letters, but instead maybe italicize it and move it closer to um, the other text within your resume, uh, within that header, so it doesn't stand out too much. It's a little bit hard to visually explain, but just know that within the craft of resume writing, you don't have to highlight certain things that don't help you. And in this case, your location's not gonna help you because you don't wanna be perceived as a quote-unquote city hopper. Um, But there are ways to make sure you don't emphasize that And um, if you're really, really scared, once again, be transparent about it and let people know the reason why you change cities. You know, maybe it's because your husband was in the military and he had to move a lot um, for his his army job. Or maybe it's because you you got the travel bug and you just wanted to experience different parts of the nation. That's totally okay. Just show your intent to move somewhere and stay somewhere, which will help with your job search. Okay. How do I manage that job search internally? This might be even of a bigger challenge than any of the other things that I mentioned in this in this past in the podcast, just because the technicalities you can you can get figured out. You can work with the resume writer. You can um, kind of sit and look at your resume and just tweak things and fix it to where you look like the most attractive candidate possible on paper. But trust me, I know it's very hard to manage the actual manage your story and manage the actual things that happen to you during this transition in your life. And it's tough because not only are you looking for a job, but you're completely uprooting your life by changing cities. So I will tell you my biggest piece of advice as someone who's lived in several cities, one of the best things that you can do is take the time to move somewhere and get to know your city and the people who are already living in that city. This is absolutely huge. I remember when I first moved to Austin 
and I, you know, was running Let's See Grandma full time. I just got done traveling um, the world, and I just wanted to, uh, I guess, buckle down and get serious and uh, just, just kind of uh, plant my feet in the ground here. So I cooped myself up in my apartment and worked on my job, which is completely remote because it's, it's an internet business. So I just worked in my apartment day in and day out. And um, to be honest, this it worked for some time, but this is probably one of the um, probably one of the the worst things that I could have done really to um, have supported myself and supported my business at the time just because I felt trapped in there and I wasn't really getting to know people. I wasn't meeting people and exploring new places. And um, one thing that I realized, A, I decided to drive for Uber, which was one of the best decisions because I got to meet a bunch of strangers and um, and um, explore a bunch of places in my city that I'd never seen before. Um, I actually met one of our podcast guests through Uber and I joined a co-working space in which I met a bunch of other like-minded people that would eventually help me with my business so these were one of the best things that I could have done at the time to help propel my business, my career, um, because I eventually met some really awesome people and some partners that helped boost our business up and eventually our revenues boosted. And I just, I'm a lot happier of a person than I was back in 2017 when I was cooped up in my apartment. So I would say the same exact thing for you. It's especially important to make sure that you're involved within your city, that you're getting out there and you're exploring like I don't care if you're an introvert, extrovert, doesn't matter. People are good and you want to make sure that you are meeting as many people in that new city as possible because eventually they're probably going to be the people that lead you to getting that next job or at least lead you to somewhere that's going to eventually push you towards that next job. I don't know. It may be less direct than you think, but it is the right thing to do. So some really simple ideas, join three meetup groups and actually involve and, and participate within those groups. Join your alumni group or your alumni chapter within that city. Alumni groups are also a really solid opportunity to get to know people, connect on LinkedIn, and eventually pass out your resume because people want to help other people who they've gone to school with. Spending some time joining intramural leagues and other group organizations that can eventually help you out as well is something that I would especially advocate for just as much as applying online and just as much as tweaking your resume to where it's hyper ATS compliant and qualified. I don't know. Um, that is, it's just equally as important. And it may be the one thing that really truly leads you to getting that job that you desire. It's also a lot better for you mentally and your energy levels will thank you for it because you're getting out and you're fostering a sense of connectivity which is something that we've evolved and something that we've really always um, needed and craved as human beings. So I would definitely advocate for this. Don't forget it. It's going to help you out a lot in your job search. Okay. One other mini question is this may apply for a few people here, but what if I'm applying for remote jobs? So I would say the benefit if you're applying for remote jobs is the people that are hiring in these roles don't care as much if you are in, a, in one city or another um, I guess just depending on where home base is and how often they, they want you to meet within an office. Um, this may actually help you since there is more flexibility within your work opportunity. So one thing you can do within your cover letter or your LinkedIn profile is write that you're available for remote work and maybe write a line or two of why you're really good at working remotely because that's that's kind of a skill too, right? 
So that may be an option for you um, if you're considering working remotely and it may be something that can help you out. But I really don't see too many problems, um, too many things that you need to address within your resume or cover letter to work remotely just because it's there's some more flexibility there. All right, one final tip for you city changers. I'm sure that you're more than willing to relocate for the right job. And I am sure that there are many companies out there that are willing to hire an out-of-town candidate who is the right fit as well. So once you get your relocation ducks in a row on your resume and cover letter and your LinkedIn profile, work on becoming the most attractive candidate possible otherwise. Because like I said, your approach here, if you take my recommendations, is to be more transparent and honest about your relocation and about the fact that you may not necessarily be within a city. Work on showcasing those accomplishments and work on making sure your resume is beefed up with some really good numbers and results and things like that. Because if you can impress me, even though you live across the nation with the amazing things that you've done um, within your company in the last three years, I'm going to be really intrigued and I'm going to be curious about you enough to say, hey, maybe I should give this person a shot even though they live across the nation. This is something that I would recommend as well. So don't get discouraged. It's going to be a little bit harder than if you have been planted within a city for the last five years, let's be honest, but you can do it. You can definitely absolutely do it and keep your head up. You'll get there and uh, definitely write into me once you do get that job. And if you are in Austin, uh, join us. We have the Austin Job Seekers meetup group. You can just Google Austin Job Seekers and um, we meet once a month and I would love to see you and to meet you in person. And yeah. So this concludes our Career Warrior podcast. This was episode 122. Some other episode recommendations, if you found this to be interesting or useful, is number 104, explaining a gap year or travel within your resume. Number 112, four quick steps to hacking the ATS. And number 79, Leah Kingsbury, new mom in a new city, putting yourself out there for the win. And that was the episode, (laughs) including the new friend that I made driving for Uber and we talk about our experiences moving to a new city. My name is Chris Villanueva, CPRW. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is the Career Warrior Podcast, and I'll see you on Monday.